Too long ago, I went down to the rock club, the bottom of the hill in San Francisco, to check out one of my favorite bands, Dirty Power. Those guys were on the show a few months back, if you recall. That night, they played with another amazing band, Hot Fog. And today on Music Life Radio, we have the entire band, Hot Fog, in the studio with us. Their music's reminiscent of late 70s, early 80s metal. I would equate them to Iron Maiden meets Metallica but it's all very original. Their sound is awesome. They've got great vocals that pierce through, and you can understand them, which is nice in this day of metal. Not only that, but they've got blistering guitar solos, a two-guitar attack. What's really fascinating about this is that all of their songs reference some kind of fantasy or medieval theme. Their album cover, the back of their album cover is basically a Dungeons and Dragons module. They have references to Dungeons and Dragons and all sorts of fantasy themes throughout their music. Great song titles like Dwarf King of the Sovereign, To the Helm, Blood Wedding. But what's really cool about this is it really reminds me of the time that I spent uh, in my youth when I was playing Dungeons and Dragons. A group of my friends and I would get together and we would play Dungeons and Dragons in a church. We'd be rolling 20-sided die, battling the forces of darkness, and listening to metal music all the while in this church. Pretty, pretty funny. But anyway, sit back and enjoy another episode of Music Life Radio. This episode entitled Hot Fog. We're listening to Death Killers, a track from Laverne and Children First. Welcome all you guys, I'm going to be your Dungeon Master for tonight awesome. all right. Welcome to Music nice. Live Radio, we've got Hot Fog in the Music Live Radio studios Thanks guys for coming down Thank you Let's go around the room, we'll start with Tim Give us uh, give us just a brief intro about yourself, any previous bands you might have been in, in your character class uh, <laughs> I'm a half-orc, uh, half-human assassin, uh, 
dexterity 18, strength 16. Right, uh, I was in uh, a bunch of bands before. Right. I'm not going to mention them because it's just too many. Um, and uh, I play guitar and I sing. And um, and you are, are also responsible for our lighting and fog. Uh, yeah, I actually uh, stagecraft. Triple do. Yeah. I, 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 I am currently the stagecraftman. Uh, stage yeah. uh, stage artist. Yeah. I like to use <laughs> stage proper term. Yeah, I like yeah. Uh, stage designer. Maybe yeah. design artist, yeah. artist designer. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Laser specialist. Laser specialist. <laughs> um, fog wrangler. And uh, I, I write uh, most of the lyrics. Um, that's you know take take that however you like. <laughs> and uh, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's move on to uh, Alan. Uh, just uh, one other question. Yeah. Uh, alter ego. Do you have one? Yeah. Uh, uh, my alter ego is Tommy Kazi. Um, he comes out once in a while. Usually after I've had a lot to drink. Um, he doesn't <laughs> he make much sense because he doesn't speak that. English. <laughs> ah, I um, understand. And yeah. as you know, Japanese people are somewhat allergic to alcohol, so he's kind of he just gets out of he gets a little out of control. So and uh, he uh, he he's stole, excitable. He's excitable. He's totally pissed off about um, World War Two, and <laughs> still, still, still. And he wasn't even alive then, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, pr- that's, past that's life, Tommy, Tommy Kazi. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. All right, excellent. Hey, Alan. Uh, this is uh, I'm Alan. I play bass in the Hot Fog, and um, I was in a band called Carlos and Heavy Hindenburg bass. He's still in the heavy still, 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 still in both. Still in Carlos, actually. Yeah, still in both. Still in Carlos. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I pretty much just play bass. I don't not, I tried to play D&D once with these guys, but I, the rules were so confusing, I couldn't. Uh, yeah. You tried to smash them. I tried to smash the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just too, too many die and too many, uh, I don't know. I think I was a half-work as well, but I didn't fare so well in the yeah. campaign. So I hung it up. And you right. understand you have an alter ego, nut meat. Oh n- yes, uh, I've been called nut meat before, and sometimes, as with uh, Tim here, he comes out and he uh, wreaks havoc on email chains. Yeah. And- <laughs> Although I'll say that when nut meat comes out, it's, other, other when nut meat comes out, it's it's you, everybody just ducks. It does. There's nothing I can brutal. do about it's it. It's brutal, <laughs> and it doesn't just, stop. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Yeah. And there's you know, it has nothing to do when the joke is like finished wish- or anything like that. Nut meat will still exactly. keep hammering you and hammering you. <laughs> And I wish I could say that it won't happen again, but I can't promise yeah. that. We've actually got a Nutmeat Exchange up on the hotfog.net site. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike has made a cartoon. Part one, though, which, yeah, captures an actual email thread from Nutmeat. Yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep it coming. We'll have more. Yeah. All right, how about you, Donnie? Donnie, drums, and Hot Fog. <laughs> Raise your hand for the radio listeners. Yeah, that's what I do. I always raise my hand for the radio listeners. Right, he works, he works in TV. He works in TV. <laughs> Which is why. It's a visual like, medium. Yeah. And uh, Half Elf. Yes. Ronnie McDonaldson is my is my alter ego, which is sometimes the roadie of Hot Fog. Well, always the roadie of Hot Fog, right. but also a uh, Half Elf fighter magic user. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dual purpose. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got a blog corner on our, our webpage, doesn't he, Ronnie? Yeah, yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie yeah. Boggs. Yeah, usually about trying to keep the fog buzz wasted. Looking for yeah. a couch to <laughs> crash know, Looking for a couch to crash. Yeah, and I, I've played in bands before. Mm-hmm. Many bands. Many bands. Yeah. And now. Yeah. And now, currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Donnie and I are actually in the, in the same band at different times, which is kind of weird. Yeah, really? that's right. Oh, that's true. It's like sleeping with 
women. Yeah. At different times. Yeah. So, I had her when she was younger and hotter. I can Is relate that to right? that because there seems to be an incestuous musician community in the Bay Area. And mm-hmm. I've been in and out of different bands with several different other people myself. Yeah. It kind of recycles itself. And, yeah. You know. Yeah, that's right. When I got in. When I got her, she was losing her hair. <laughs> yeah. Although when I got her, she was also like, um, she was insane. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was the same. Thing. Oh, it was the same. Okay. Yeah, but then she had a comb over by the time I got in there. But wow. we wore a hat all the time. She was and I, I put out her and then she <laughs> That's right. Actually, and right. Mike put out the record. Yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> put out. Not a euphemism. For no. That. Right. Right. Don't just, read it. Just by as her, as we mean. Don't read school. into that too much. <laughs> in case you're wondering. Very true. Yeah. Not my ex-wife. Let's not right. mention her. Nope. We won't even think, think about, about that. No, no. Morgan not. Fairchild. <laughs> you nice, were married to Morgan Fairchild? Nice lady. That's yeah. awesome. And Joan Collins at the same time. And about Angie no. Dickinson. Did you, uh, do you know Angie Dickinson? I just used to share hot tubs with <laughs> Police her. Woman? She's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Police Woman? Yeah. Super hot. You and Margot right Kidder at the same time. Not Margot. Well, crazy. Let's, yeah, crazy. Yeah, but that was after She's Jen fine, Michael Vincent. Fine on the meds, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, no fun. Rugged stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to Mike Drake. Hello. Yes. So I play guitar, and I. What else do I do? Oh, D and D wise, uh, I think my character was a gnome or a half gnome, and I wanted to be a gnome magic user slash fighter, but the rules didn't allow it. No. But we spent two hours. Nature doesn't it up. allow it, Mike. <laughs> Nature will bend. That's science, man. That's not (laughs) the rules. Yeah, Gary Gygax wouldn't allow it. Stupid Gygax. That bastard. He's dead anyway. Yeah, I know. Rest in peace. Yeah, Gygax. A moment of silence. I won't pour out some beer on your carpet, though. (laughs) Good, thanks. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I don't know. What else? Uh, Bands I've been in. Uh, Let's see. I was in this band called Oranger. I was in. I'm in a band called The Aquaman, which is a surf band. And Preston School of Industry. Preston School of Industry, yeah. Um, and overall, the Color Fast. And Aquaman still together. Aquaman still, still play a couple times a year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've seen you guys play. Then if yeah, we get we get booked a lot because people think yeah. we're the Aquabats. Everyone's like, hey, you guys wear masks. You guys are awesome. I'm like, nope. Nope, nope but thanks us. for booking us. And we, we'll accept that guarantee now. Please. Yeah. Um, That's an impressive uh, resume, yeah. Mike. You got some rad yeah. bands in there. Yeah. You guys did uh, Beta Breakers a few years ago, right? Yeah. 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 I remember that one. Yeah, I kind of tagged out of the Aquaman for a few years when I got too busy when I was doing a lot of Oranger stuff. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we had another guitar player, this guy Turtle, play. And now we're kind of, you know, when we reconnect, it's, you know, this kind of hybrid of a loungy. We used to be much more garagey and trashy. And now, yeah. now it's kind of somewhere between, you know, garagey, trashy, and sophisticated lounge, if you will. <laughs> it's like Frank Sinatra being hammered. And yeah, yeah. just completely out of control. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> so, how did you guys uh, all get drawn together in, into Hot Fog? Well, I think... Do you want the real story or the one that I'm about to make up? Why don't you make the it legend? up? All right. <laughs> the real story is actually pretty yeah. boring. Uh, the real story is pretty boring. Yeah. Basically, uh, short if you have to. Yeah, I was, I, I was, uh, I, I was working with Mike and, and uh, this other guy, Bob Reed, was in, was in Hot Fog initially and, and we were, he was also in Overwhelming Color Fast. Anyway, we were, we were just all hanging out at work and basically um, I was just getting burnt out on, 
on uh yeah, exactly <laughs> anyway so <laughs> great story yeah right. so actually how here's the, here's the, the real way that hot fog got together was um i was a guitar center trying yeah. out um i was playing um plexiglass clear guitars yeah well i was trying i was trying out some guitars and i heard this dude um ripping michael shanker riffs like right around the corner and um i was like fuck that is awesome who's doing and like getting around the corner and it was it was mike and uh i was like dude you like michael shanker and he's like yeah i fucking like michael shanker and i was like this is amazing because i I can seriously hear them from the drum room yeah where i was shredding on the drums right so so then then mike and i were like you know start conversation we're like hey let's go walk around uh guitar center because i mean we all love to walk around Guitar Center because it's like so it's amazing. There's well, so, many you hear so many great ideas. You hear so many great I just, ideas. As a guitar player, I love walking and around. Employee, and the people that work there are so nice. And yeah. 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 Oh, so, yeah. There's so many bros there. So, we already know this story's false based on that. So, so we, we, we walk upstairs um, and then all of a sudden we also realize that we've known each other for 10 years. That was weird too. Yeah, we were yeah. like, whoa, dude. I, I heard you I guys talking, I remember, because I didn't speak English at the time. No. No. But so you were trying out a what yeah, was for it, you radio fretless or was I didn't, it a stick? I can't remember. I, I didn't play bass chap- at the time. Was it a stick? Yeah, you were in the Chapman stick section. So And then we went upstairs and then and then we Donnie was Donnie was giving a clinic. And it was on Octobons, I think. Yeah, it was wasn't it? Yeah, he was he was basically. Uh, he had a crowd around him. Yeah, he, he was. And he was China trying. Boys. He was trying to teach. He was trying to yeah. teach him how to. Good uh, China boys, but he was which is how, how to, we got out of the, the uh, <laughs> how to hit the the, the quarter size rototons. He should have been <laughs> the China boy clinic. Was not knowing what it meant. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even Chinese. He was, he was just yeah. sick at the time, <laughs> right? And I could barely read. Basically, we went. We went. We went. We all went. And got drunk and then started the band, and that's how it happened. Right. Nice. <laughs> Funny, I was I was at work and uh, I was telling a coworker I wasn't playing in a band at the time and I was like I should try to find a band and then I got an email from Bob like ten minutes later saying hey, do you want oh really yeah yeah so I figured I you know, like, had to. weird yeah, yeah Bob weird. At, at the real story like I mean the kind of like once we kind of started Tim had the original idea for the band early on it kind of didn't work out and then he got Bob and I interested in the idea and we we got really excited about it and then thought who the most awesome people we could play with were and it was like donnie was like the most awesome drummer and we like ran into him and like kind of said wow he'd actually do it that's amazing all right and we're like well all right who's a badass bit basis we can get and it was alan so yeah. we were like it was everything kind a, of fell into place it's pretty much a super group yeah for, i mean the way we look at it it's a total super group like yeah. i mean these are all like the best people we could play with um and we we're super stoked to be able to except play. except that Tommy Shaw I mean no Tommy Shaw but other <laughs> yeah, than that no. super group but we came we came at the music from different places early on so it was a little bit challenging um, like some of us were like Donnie and I came at it from more of like a like we described it as like wizards who like to party was the idea for the band you know mm-hmm. so like part of it's like this proto metal yeah. kind of early seventies where you know you're kind of moving out of this blues stuff into this doomy heavy stuff um, and then the other side was more kind of like you know as, like girls who like wizards who like to party right exactly yeah, that was me it was more yeah. like more like ufo <laughs> like and you know kind of right. like late 70s into like early iron maiden and and that kind of stuff so we learned a bunch of covers early on to kind of figure out what we were good at what we sounded what was fun to play and what we sounded good playing and uh eventually we kind of you know 
found a set that we liked that sounded pretty good and started writing our own songs um, after that. Kind of yeah. found our style that way. Um, which is kind of like, you know, like going back to high school and starting all over again from like starting bands. You know, you always start with covers and you play them and you're like, we suck right. at that. We can't play that. That's too or, hard. Or in our case, we start with the song titles. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, actually, for originals, yeah. The song titles was. That's actually a really, that's actually really, for those of you out there that are um, aspiring. Wanting, aspiring songwriters, the best way to do it is to write the titles first. And then you're forced to write the song. Because <laughs> now is that yeah. how you really do it? Because that's what it says on your website. That's actually yeah. how we really do yeah. it. That's how we really do that's it. That's it, yeah. I mean, so something I've done who, before for Who came up bands. with... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that I've done before that I like a lot because it's like just a generative device. You come up yeah. with these awesome... You have your album title and you have the song titles and you can look <laughs> yeah, at it well, and you can you, say, God, that's going to sound and awesome. And you draw your logo out yeah. already yeah. and you have it in the margins. It's all ready to go and you have mark, no you music, know? but then you just fill in the music. It's really easy to fill in the music yeah. and you can look at it and you can say like, that record has got to sound like this. It's like you're right. in the record shop and you pick it up and you're like, I know what that Hot Fog record is going to sound so like. So who came yeah. up with Dwarf King of the Sovereign? I think... That was Tim, wasn't it? Was you, Tim? Did you come up? Uh, no, Tim wasn't there. Oh, no, it was, it was you, me, and Bob. And no, uh, okay. I was there. There was two sessions. I was there for the first one. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I don't like, even remember. We had a, a really. We had a couple nights of like uh, substance fueled creativity, debaucherous yeah. creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we made a big long list, and a lot of the songs on the list um, were really bad, you know. And but we did. It was like a brainstorming session. Like write everything down. We don't care. So. Right. Well, generally, what happens is is I, I I'll, I'll tend to I I don't think I I definitely didn't come up with Dwarf King of the Sovereign. <laughs> Go ahead. But um, uh, what I'll do what they'll they'll bring a Michael bring a riff or or Donnie or Alan or bring a riff or whatever, and we'll start working on a song. And generally, what I'll do is I'll 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 I'll, I'll be the one that picks the title. It uh-huh. goes with the riff, with the riff, because, okay. because then I have to write the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> so if I if I can, yeah, we give uh, Tim like the freedom to to do that. If we I can envision the lyrics yeah. with the riff, then it's like it's happening, you know. Mm-hmm. But if I can't, if I can't, he's got to come together, up with a story out the idea. Be so a story, if it's not inspiring, you know? you know. Like we had a song recently that we were working on that I was calling the riff "Crown Crown of Iron," right? Which is one of the ones that we had down, and um, and Tim was like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not it's not doing it for me." So what'd you change it to? Uh, Minstrel Blood of the Sordid Whore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is... You is know, that a think? part two to Blood Wedding or something? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, wow. <laughs> All right. We can call parentheses uh, Blood Wedding Part 2. I right. like it. Thank you. We're going to use that. Done and done. Right. Blood Wedding, the sequel. In double parentheses. This time it's versus time. <laughs> this time it's versus time. <laughs> How about, yeah, Blood Recommitment Ceremony. And then triple... <laughs>
So you, you were starting off really more as a metal cover band, really just to kind of figure out what style or... It was on purpose, yeah. It was on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was to like figure out, because we were coming from totally different places, and we had never played in a band together. Yeah, that was... Any other, yeah. Except for yeah. Bob and I. We and all of us knew each other. Yeah, yeah we all kind knew each other. To varying degrees, all that, Alan and I... No, I'd, well, we'd met, but... That's because uh, you, you didn't like each other. I just, no, he just got yeah, here to go yeah. along. So he didn't speak English at all. He didn't speak so. English. Was, yeah. Thank you for those tutoring sessions. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You still get your L's and O's. It's pretty fucking fluid at this point. I'll tell you. Yeah. It, I'll tell yeah. you. It hasn't been yeah. easy, but I don't want to draw more. Alan actually says words that I don't even know what they mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, He's so. been doing a lot of reading. Like, I'm going to kill you in the face. Yeah, I'm going to kill you in the face. Yeah, That's true. That is an Alan quote. That's a nut me quote, really, but we credited it to Alan just so we didn't it's, scare people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it sounds like you pretty much covered your songwriting process. Somebody makes up a title, you then equate it with a killer riff, and uh, then you just kind of put the pieces together from there? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. The arrangement stuff is very collaborative. You know, we kind of woodshop all the stuff in the practice space, and um, Tim usually just kind of screeches and, you know, makes noise for a long time while he kind of sorts it out. It's like a, it sounds like a pterodactyl being born. It's like, it's like, it's know? like metal Tourette syndrome. Basically, yeah. And then we just kind of like, yeah. you know, the re- like Donnie and Alan and I are focused on the riff stuff for a little while. Occasionally like Tim will do something where like, we try to encourage it. Like, that sounds awesome. Like do more of that. Yeah. But most of the time he needs to like kind of sit on it for a little while and work on it and come up with the words and the story and everything. You um, kind of I'm, I'm the worst guitar player in the band, including the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but that's not totally true. The, like, that also know. includes the roadie. <laughs> Tim is probably like the best, like his solos on the record are pretty awesome. Shredding. Yeah, the fastest you know? though. You're yeah. Easily the yeah, fastest. I'm, I'm yeah. fast and sloppy and terrible. But, yeah. uh, and Tim has gone with like a lot of the But you know what? Here's the thing. I play it like I mean it. Yeah, there's yeah. always. A oh, I've seen you live. I thought it was great. I had no complaints. Tim's riff ideas are awesome because, like, he they're great ideas, but he can't even really play them. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> half the time, yeah, I like can't. Donnie and I, I try to I figure out what he's doing. And we like, are you doing this? And he's like, like, no. We'll hear it. We'll sort of give each other that look that yeah. dogs give you, where they're like, "Is that for me?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're really good ideas, and once we get them, kind of. Once we or they're not, them. and they're just they're, saying that they are. Dwarf King was your idea. That riff is a great, great riff. That's yeah, a great that's song. Right. That's, that's true. Right. Yeah, that's on the record. Yeah, and that was like kind of our gateway into thrashier stuff. Retired. Yeah. But I, when I was at the uh, bottom of the hill gig, I'm asking Mike, oh, I don't want to buy the EP just because it's too big. I got to take a cab back. Mm. I'm like, where can I get the music? Can I get it anywhere? And he didn't really ever say, oh, you could go to the website. You could download the things for free. I didn't know that. And yeah. I went back to check it out. And I'm I like, was oh, well, you can't. Sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good salesman did, I guess. Right. But I, yeah. I, I, I don't have, know. Yeah. Well, this might see, be the only time you'll ever have. You can pay this yeah. 10 bucks. Wait, <laughs> or you can go <laughs> to the Since you were nice enough to ask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Just That's get true. We don't put that on the merch sign. Right. EP ten dollars right. for free. For free. Like, don't want to be inconvenienced <laughs> with this record yeah. on your way home in a cab. Right. Go download it yourself. Right. Who wants to carry a record around? Right. That's true. Are yeah. you uh, for iTunes? Are you guys selling this? It's tracks? on iTunes. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's on Amazon. Or, yeah. Um, yeah. It's actually you can buy the vinyl off our website too if you want. And yeah. If you actually if you buy the vinyl, you get the downloads for free. Um, you can stream the you can stream the album for free off our website. And actually, I, I turned off the free downloads. Yeah, I mean, I, I did just as an experiment just to see if anybody gave a fuck, which they probably don't. But so eventually we may turn it back on. But yeah. um, 
we've you know basically been getting a lot of feedback on how awesome our record is, so I just figured we might want to get rich off of it. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I, it's one of the best things I've heard in a long time. I mean, I uh, I got oh, into nice. Dirty Power a few years ago and went and saw them, and that's why I went to the show because I had interviewed oh, those guys. Yeah, cool. Dirty Power. And I yeah, saw you guys, and I was just like, "Wow, <laughs> I need to go out more." <laughs> Well, no, you don't. Oh, yeah. You just need to go to hot Right. Which leads me to come up with uh, the question, um, how did you come up with the name Hot Fog? Oh, Hot Fog. Well, I can answer a, that one. That was a third party. Yeah. Our, uh, we have a, a good friend uh, who also works at, um, <laughs> at the same company, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that might be the best joke of the interview right there. What did he say? Johnny just made and then he walked away. Yeah, what did he say? say Listeners have to rewind that. A third party. third party. Oh, no. Come on, man. I got to explain no. the jokes at this point, really? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, that, our friend Rishi, um, we, we have this like oh, running list of yeah. oh, okay. uh, really bad band names, you know, also yeah. really bad bar names and a bunch of other really those bad whatever we come up with when lists. we're drinking. Yeah. Um, and uh, so the band name list had uh, this entry from our friend Rishi called Hot Fog, and then in parentheses, do you mean Steam? <laughs> you know, as being like a really terrible band name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that is terrible. But then when turns out talking, it's actually an awesome band name. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you take the stuff in parentheses right. off, it sounds like an awesome hard rock band from San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So we're like sweet. Well, and we're we're, we're 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 definitely like, you know, all of us have been playing music in San Francisco and been part of the San Francisco sort of family of bands for a long ass time. So for us, I think it's a. Uh, I mean, I actually feel like a, an affinity to San Francisco and. I mean, I remember I've seen, you know, I've seen Carlos play and I've seen, you know, C- Color Fast play like back in like 95 in the kilowatt or something. Oh, yeah. Or some, yeah. You know, yeah. so like it's been a big part of my life for, for a lot, for, you know, over 10 years. So to have a, to have a band name that sort of fits with San Francisco was actually, I think, pretty meaningful for me because it was, it was cool to have like the rep, to represent. Yeah, it definitely it, grounded know. us kind of, you know, um. I mean, this is like this band is is a fun project, you know. I mean, we're definitely not trying to, uh, you know, make our fucking nut on this on this band, you know, and retire. I mean, it'd be great if we did, but you know, I mean, it's it's basically like a an awesome project where we get to play metal, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah well, it looks like you're having fun, but it looks like you're really serious about it at the same time. When you're you're making that music and you really yeah. like it, it's not a joke. Well, that's the thing is that yeah, you we can't really have fun unless we respect what we're doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's part of the fun is like crafting something that's kick ass. Yeah. You know, and we have pretty high standards for what we think is kick ass. Yeah, so, we wouldn't be yeah. having. Fun. I mean, we wouldn't have fun. I, we wouldn't have as much fun if it wasn't awesome. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. we it has, the bar is high. Like everybody here is a great musician, except me, as I've, I've spoken of earlier. <laughs> but um, like, you know, if, it, it doesn't leave the shop unless it's, unless it's good, mm-hmm. you know? And like, that's, that's a true statement. Like no bullshit. Like, you know, it, it doesn't. And, and part of the reason is because everybody is, has a really high standard and people are not afraid to tell the other people like, yeah, that's not good. Let's not do that, you know. So, which is great. And, and, and the other thing is that there's a mutual respect, so nobody gets bummed out. Everybody's like, ah, you're right. You know, you're probably right. It's probably Yeah, I mean, sometimes people, people get a, better. a little chap, but I mean, way. it's nothing that, you know, you can't shake off, like, pretty quickly. Yeah, we're all we're all yeah. grown men. Well, yeah. well, it helps me. At the end of the In day, theory. it's, like, supposed to be a fun metal band, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But, but it's, like, it's, a, it's that we're balance. We're serious about it. But it's that balance between, like, 
fun. I mean, it is. It's the funnest. It's it's the funnest. Is that a word? Hey, not mean. Is is that in it's your English? Technically not, but okay. Thank you. I was looking at the most. I said it's the funnest. It's the funnest band I've the ever been in. Uh, by far. The most funnest, but it's also the most band. rigorous um, by far because um, <clears throat> metal's hard. You know, yeah. and and uh, yeah, it really true. is. Hard. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I've been, yeah, I mean, for people listening like, to this out there, if you play metal, like I have a lot of respect. Yeah, for I mean, like it's we we well, all of us have been in indie rock bands for yeah. for a long time, and you know what? I got to be honest. Like indie rock, you can phone it in. I mean, it's not that you hard. You have to you show know? up sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't <laughs> even have to dial. It's even cooler. Yeah, there's don't a even whole tours the in film school. I didn't show up at all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like accelerated folk music, you know, some amped up folk music. Yeah, and so like yeah. we started, yeah. we all, I mean, I think all, all of us, all of us spent time in our bedrooms when we were, when we were in our, yeah. you know, prepubescent era. It's loud era hanging out. <laughs> playing metal. And that's, I mean, part of the reason why this whole thing came together is all of us, when we were growing up or like in previous lives, loved metal. And, and all of us have played it in one iteration or another, meaning like for me, it was basically like when I was 12. And sitting in my bedroom learning like Led Zeppelin riffs or learning Sabbath riffs or learning Iron Maiden riffs. And when I was 13 years old, I would have given my left arm to be in a band like Hot Fog, you know. But so I think, you know, generally speaking, for me, it's. I even made up a band when I was a little kid, too. I'm just remembering that now. Pagan Axe. For me, it's a. Pagan Axe? Yeah, before I even played guitar, I had a whole concept for a metal band. I just remember that. No, eighth grade, I had the same thing. Intolerable nuisance. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Is that something you can from your mom? Isn't that redundant? <laughs> Absolutely. That sounds more like you're in eighth hardcore. grade. That sounds more like a hardcore band, though, doesn't it? That's yeah, because it, yeah, it was yeah, like, it it was like, like hardcore, hardcore but it was like yeah. you know, I lived in felt, you know, Scotts Valley. <laughs> so you, had all the you didn't really people. know the differences between all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's oh, it's so great, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we could have played with Pagan Axe and Intolerable Nuisance. <laughs> You know, like, because I mean, I grew up going to like these like mountain shows, yeah, you know, and in the like Santa Cruz Mountains, where there would just be like metal bands with a generator, you know, and everybody would drive their trucks up there, and then you just like drink beer and like thrash metal bands would play, yeah, and that's how I basically spent like like from seventh grade to the time I was like you know 17 I remember going to some warehouses over here in Oakland with like Exodus playing and stuff like that Yeah, yeah pretty cool yeah that would have been awesome let's talk about the title of your current EP How'd you guys come up with that other than the uh, Van well, Halen reference? We went, to, uh, <laughs> we went to the Latin American Club that night. <laughs> yeah. I know I was there. I so, was there. So, yeah, Bob, right, so I guess uh, all three of us went there. Well, I'll just give the credit. I'll give the credit. You never go out anymore. Bob, no, Bob Reed, uh, who was a member of Hot Fog <laughs> early on, it, it, he gets full credit. Okay. Full credit. Well, that's and, what I was going to say. Like yeah. We went to the Latin American Club after practice like we often do yeah. and uh, got some drinks. And Bob works the door there occasionally. And he was like, oh, dude's. I have the I have a record title for you, you know. And this is after he left the band on somewhat, you know, dubious note, some little <laughs> little weird, you know, like he wasn't totally happy with everything. Yeah. And, um, but he gave us this gift of a of a title for our EP, which is Wyvern and Children First, and we were like, Ugh. yeah, it's instantly pretty much, genius. It's totally yeah, it's, we were it's, just like, and it, actually, quite honestly, it was the thing that we were just like. I love you, Bob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, yeah, and, your contribution and, and, will not be forgotten. And, and I think that that actually was really awesome because 
that's I think it's kind of it's kind of what Hot Fox about. It's like you know if you if you're part of the family, you're part of the family. You know, mm-hmm. and Bob gave us that wonderful. Except for not me. Well, yeah, I wasn't there. He's not, not me. It's the abusive you know, dad. He's I guess, abusive father. Yeah. And just to clarify, a wyvern is a, a legless serpent. Wing, no, it's a, it's a dragon. Yeah. Technically speaking, yes. a wyvern is 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 a dragon like creature. Oh, it's it not has, a dragon. It's not a true no, dragon. But it's like a serpent. It's a serpent dragon. Yeah, it's like a winged creature, but I don't think it breathes any fire or anything. Doesn't like breathe yeah, fire. Yeah, he has like weird little like mudfish legs. Let's yeah, consult like, the manual. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. You have the, uh, Actually, I only have the manual legs. too. I and it has it has, a, yeah. it has like a it has like a its uh, face is weird. It has like um like almost tentacles or something coming off mm-hmm. the nose instead of horns. It's different. It's, it's just a, kind it's of a, more, of but like it looks an like Asian a dragon. dragon kind of like it looks like a dragon, like, and yeah. it, it's a it's a uh, the word the the, <laughs> the the origin of the word comes from uh, Welsh actually, which is oh, shit. And wyvern means like just means basically serpent or something. You don't. Uh, say it means uh, English overlord. Yeah, but uh, it's, <laughs> it is. It, it does look like it does look like a dragon. Yeah, um, and uh, especially on your cover. Or on your well, that's, oh yeah, yeah. Alan, Alan Forbes. So Alan, yeah, Alan Forbes. We lucked out on that one too. Who's a who's an amazing rock artist who's done art for I mean, I mean Fu Manchu, Fu Manchu, High and Fire, uh, Dinosaur Junior, and um, Black Crows, Black Crows. I mean, the guy, the guy's a legend for rock art, and, poster artist, and album artist. Yeah, he's yeah, awesome. and just through a, a friend of ours, um, Justin McNeil, actually, he. Uh, he basically, you know, uh, hooked us up with Alan, and he was able to do our artwork. Which, I mean, for a band like us, it was, you know, generally unlikely that somebody like that will take on take. But he, you know, because friends of friends, he did, and it was basically I met with I met with Alan and and Justin for like ten minutes at a coffee house because Alan's so busy because he just draws all the time, <laughs> and I was nervous because I was like I only had like ten minutes to to give him the the spiel like what do you you know it's like what are you looking yeah. for we and wanted we to be evil before too. We like, I did I, I sort of rehearsed it, but yeah. I didn't know like you know it's hard to, to describe to an artist what to do and so I gave him my 10 minute spiel and walked away I was like I, I don't know and basically what he gave us back was Perfect. It was like perfect. Totally perfect. It was just yeah. what we wanted was like yeah. a yeah like kind of an, a first EP from like a new wave of British heavy metal kind of band mm-hmm. so like he nailed logo, it. awesome logo, and like maybe some graphic thing, black and white, black and really white. simple. Like you can't afford to do anything more than that. And he know? nailed it. And he nailed it. Super yeah, stark that, it's and, a great uh, logo. Yeah, yeah. So, not yeah, too over the top, not too uh, exactly. Yeah, iron. You know, like Iron Maiden eighth album ish or anything. Yeah, and, yeah. It's not super elaborate and mm-hmm. like you know computery looking or anything mm-hmm. like that. We wanted it to be like look like a, a like a maxi single. You know, like a twelve inch like you know maxi EP thing. And uh, yeah, he nailed it. It was awesome. Now, whose idea was it to put like the dungeon uh, grid on the back and the, the module? Uh, <laughs> the module. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and the owl bear picture. And it's it's I a mod- it it's from just, a module I had. Was yeah, that was that was my thing. I mean, well, we kept you know we always basically just get, get drunk and 
thinking yeah. about this stuff. Oh. And just be like, here's a really great idea. Here's yeah. A really, so it was like this amalgamation of great ideas. There was just like, okay, so are we still going to do the Dungeon Masters module? <laughs> yeah. You know, that, are we still yeah, going like, to do I think like, I probably pitched it originally and then I like, yeah. forgot about it. And Donnie was like really adamant that I get it done. He, <laughs> like, so I did a lot of the layout. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, uh, well, Mike did all the layout because the back cover, I don't know if you know this, you probably do, but it, it is a replica of the Kill em All cover. The okay. back cover. The back. Oh cover. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can, it's the same could, font. It's the same layout. I guess I it's didn't really same. notice that until you. Now you talk about the quote and the way the yeah. pictures lined no, up. Yeah. yeah. Practice room. Well, because yeah. do you remember? Anybody here there. remember what the original quote is and who said it? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Bang the head that doesn't bang. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a drummer quote. <laughs> yeah, that's the original mentality <laughs> quote. Oh, no, it's our merch. No, Nobody knows who he is. Oh, it's really? like their buddy in '83. Wow. Yeah, our merch said that. Way out of uh, time. Rest in peace. Like maybe with Nobody even knows who he is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. he definitely you know had he f- fucking rock though. Whoever he was, <laughs> and he got tons of quoted him on the back yeah. too. Man, think about that. I don't know. Metallica. So you guys working on like a Man of War style cover? I saw that uh, Tim had his face on the... Uh, uh, yeah. No, I don't think we're, I think we're heading that direction. That was a friend of mine who uh, who mocked that up for me. No, oh, you didn't do it yourself? No. I thought you did it yourself. No. I was like, really? wow, this is... Really yeah. I was like, like, he's like, you know, he's hey. like, I would pick a much cooler cover. <laughs> sorry, to put sorry guys, on. I can't go out tonight. <laughs> Move head onto kick-ass no, body. Friend, that was my friend Dave, who's a... Who, who, who who uh I guess had some spare time to uh yeah. put my face on a man of war big set of pecs. Are you sure he but, just um, wants to be friends? Although we do t- we do we do we do all take steroids and human growth hormones. <laughs> so, oh that's yeah. nice. Yeah. We do. Yeah, yeah, we do. It helps us shred faster. Right. Yeah, He'd be like the, the guitar player for Alice Cooper in the uh, Right, that guy. Do you remember that guy? Yeah. He looked like Rambo. He would yeah. dress like Rambo. He almost the looked like the who almost looked like the saxophone yeah. player yeah. for Tina Turner. Me too. Yeah, the saxophone player for Tina yeah. Turner. That guy's <laughs> yoke. What? Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. yeah. And uh, here's the other thing. George Litch got super ripped. Oh remember? yeah, he did. Yeah, but sort of carrot top. Look at him. Yeah. Well, bad example, I guess. Can I get a bud in the can? Bud in the can. Hey. Why you gotta work blue? You uh, guys were the ones saying that. What, what are some other buff guitar players? <laughs> I mean, George Lynch says George Lynch. Is there any other buff guitar players? Zach Wild. Zach Wild. Oh, yeah. No. That guy's fucking ripped. He's to be really, really lean. Mm. Is there any others? Buff guitar There's gotta be more. Drake. He used to be a wrestler. That's true. Yeah, that's Look true. <laughs> He's low to the ground, but he's yeah. stuck. This sounds like a dirty power interview now. Yeah. By the way, Charvel, yeah. uh, Charvel Jackson Guitar Company, we are open to uh, sponsorship discussions. I'm just reiterating. Yeah. Thank All you, right. Jay. We'll make sure they know. Yeah. I want to ask kind of a serious question and go around the room again. We'll start this time with Mike. Tell me what music means to you. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say no. That's, a, that's such a hard question. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, do you ever get a good answer to that question? I, I get a lot of good questions. I, would, I think if I was on acid, you get a really yeah, good, yeah. like, like kind of rambly answer to that. Answer. Yeah. 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 But I mean, that's, that's impossible, impossible for me to answer. It's, you know, it's been part of Too much. who I am forever. Yeah. You know, so. It's like saying, like, what does your face mean to you? you know? <laughs> I like I can't, it a lot. Yeah. I, you know, Take I it or leave it. It's what <laughs> it is. That's fair enough. Yeah. Donnie, do you got anything? Uh, it's 
sort of the same for me. I mean, I've been playing music since I could play music, you know, since I could reach Which the is piano. last week. Yeah, oh, so, this is last week, but <laughs> what's so amazing about me is I'm so amazing. I know. Only after a week. Yeah. It's basically how I grew my sideburns today, which people can't see, but it, they're, yeah. I shaved at noon today. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Literally his entire body. Yeah. yeah. I'm covered Plain. in hair. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's a, always been a part of who I am. I mean, I have a recording studio. I play in a thousand bands all the time. Mm. I play in most instruments. Like, I just love playing music. It yeah. means everything. What about what I mean? That's a hard answer. Yeah. It's a hard question to answer. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. Alan? Aaron? Um... I don't know. I same as these guys. It's just something I just kind of copycat. Like that, yeah, can I, I, know. Can I rephrase problem. it for you, Alan? Still, can I can I say does music mean more slapping or popping? That, see, that's even harder. <laughs> <laughs> it's like who do I love more, my mom it's or like my dad? It's a yin and a yang, Mike. But yeah, it's just something I've always done, and like I've always been drawn to, and I just um, it's funny. Like you go take trips to people's houses or you're on vacation and there's no instrument around it feels weird you guys ever get <laughs> yeah. that like you're at someone's house and yeah. there's nothing to play yeah. you know it's just it's fucking gay, gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. exactly you know but uh yeah it's just uh, it's like a compulsion almost i just have to do it yeah. it's like go kind of buggy i mean yeah i'll answer the question i'll try to answer the question in, in a different way even though it's my my sentiment is exactly the same but mm-hmm. when i was seven years old i used to uh I used to take the the sash from, or the the tie from my robe and tie it around uh, my tennis racket and put on Kiss Alive Two on my little record player and just rock out for like an hour in my bedroom by myself. And then every <laughs> once in a while, my mom would walk in and just be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Right. And would you be embarrassed? Or would you? Be no, like, I would. That's mom. the thing. I wasn't. I wouldn't be embarrassed. There was You'd other say, times. Are you ready to rock? There was other times when I was doing. <laughs> you shit wanted the best, and you got it. <laughs> there was other times when I was doing shit in my room by best. myself. My mom walked in, and I was embarrassed. But when I had my fake guitar on, I was rocking out to Kiss Alive too. That wasn't. One that of wasn't one times. of the times. <laughs> and those yeah. those other worlds never merged together at any point. What masturbating? I yeah, mean, uh, I mean, exactly. other things. <laughs> yes, they they did actually, but, uh, but you never got caught. No, I, I, I wait. Just, you masturbated you know, with a tennis racket. I'm, I'm <laughs> not as far as you know. Um, <laughs> or was it the sash from your robe? <laughs> look, that's like a auto. Uh, yeah, that I'm was not like going, an I'm not going out, sort of thing. I'm not going out, I'm not going out that way. <laughs> I'm not going out that way. But uh, yeah, no, it's I, so embarrassing to go out. That it way. is embarrassing to go out that way. Think about that for a minute. It's not cool. But wouldn't you be embarrassed? You've always been drawn. You're drawn to music. I loved it. You'd be dead. You'd be like you know. What a good since I was a little kid, I wanted to be a rock star. The Carradine, you know. There you go. He's being sincere, and we're talking about Michael Hutchins's ghost. I was talking about David Carradine. David Carradine, yeah, yeah. Oh. Sorry about that. What were you saying again, Tim? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We can meet the levels of the other guys down, and I think we'll be able to. Uh, I don't know. Just let, let it <laughs> I actually think the levels were perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a studio, man. I know how this whole yeah. shit works. Yeah. Can you uh, can you roll down like like maybe four dB at two K? It's a little hot in the cans. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. I can. <laughs> are you guys working on a full length album at this point? Are you going to turn that EP into a full length? Are you making an all new song? No, what all are you new. guys doing? All new, and it could be full length. Um, and we are working on it, and we're halfway, almost halfway through. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. at four, five songs. Let well, I me mean, at least the songwriting process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we're um, 
We have sort of a theme. We have an of the theme. Uh-huh. But that's as much as we're going to say. Yeah, okay. Except that, that me- oh, You've already given away too much. much. All right, I've given Go ahead. Not me. Not don't me. look at that one, don't you? All the, the song titles will be something of the something. And ah. then the album will be titled... Chabda, yeah, we don't know what that is. Yeah, for example, the, the, the problem with the problem with Wyvern and Children first is that we have to come up with a follow up album title, which is even more really bad. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we should talk a little about bit about Glove Vengeance and Linscombe. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, we have a we may put out a, a seven inch or some sort of thing to get some. Leverage. So here's the thing: we wrote Glove Vengeance for Tim Linscombe. Because for, we're for he, what Tim Lincecum, he's a giant pitcher, pitcher. Oh, okay. He's the stoner starting, pitcher. Starting he's like our number one that. starter. We're all huge Giants fans, yeah. especially Mike Drake. I love the game. I yeah, love for it. he really <laughs> likes balls a lot. <laughs> yeah. I love like slam dunking, and bats and balls, touchdowns, and touchdowns, and all that stuff. Like, yeah. Get so you remember the tea party? Ready. And Lincecum gets <laughs> lots of slam dunks. Drink tea, <laughs> tea baggers. So we wrote, yeah. <laughs> we, we wrote that song for him basically, and we really were. Hoping we want him to use it as his walk-up thing. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, well, it kind of makes sense. It, it makes really sense. does make sense because I mean, yeah. you know, death from above, coming like a I wield my glove, shot a gun. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in the red and you're on the run. Yeah. Let's just yeah. think about it, people. Yeah. Come on, come yeah. like a tiger bird in his cage. He's got, he's got glaucoma, <laughs> like a lot of people in San Francisco who yeah. smoke a lot of pot. His back pain is yeah. their condition. Yeah, well, he gets nausea a lot because yeah. he gets back really back. nervous. Yeah. He's got a lot of he's got a lot in his mind, <laughs> man. He, like needs yeah, he needs to mellow out. Yeah, he needs to mellow out. Doctor's orders. Doctor's orders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, uh, so if any part of the Giants organization is listening, we're open to a uh, 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 collaboration, joint venture discussions. Yeah. To a more serious question, and I know you guys don't like to answer these ones too much, but do you have uh, any goals for this band, or is this just a fun project? What What do you plan on doing with this? I want to score as many goals as possible. 
From my perspective, I, I think, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I mean, I think I've already, I've already reached my goal because I'm just having fun. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Making cool music. But, uh, I mean, we're going to keep doing it till we don't want to do it anymore. And right now we still want to do it. And that's really what it boils down to. And I think that, uh, the thing, the thing takes on a life of its own. And when we start, like, you know, we talked about earlier, when we started out, we didn't really know, you know, we, that's why we started with covers. We didn't really, you know, it takes a while, I think, for people to figure out, like, where, where everybody, where everybody's talents and, and, and interests, you know, intersect. And, I think we're at that spot now. Where we're kind of figuring it out. So um, we don't have any goals as far as like we want to do this or we want to do that. It's just everything's kind of just falling into place. Like we just we we, we like. I mean, frankly, we probably have more practice. We have more fun practice practicing. Like our rehearsals are mm-hmm. probably more fun than. I have a goal. I want to open for Metallica. I think that'd be that's sweet. a pretty good goal. Actually, yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's a good goal. okay. I take it back. Our goal is to open, <laughs> open for, for Metallica. Metallica. Actually, my yeah. goal is what to about- open for Iron Maiden. No, that I know you too. for uh, Metallica and Iron Man. You guys all have you yeah. know good jobs and whatnot. Would you be able to pick it up and go on the road? No, no, no. We it, don't want it. Would have to be a pretty awesome tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think that we deserve a pretty no. Awesome tour. Really means yes in this. Yeah, case. yeah right. <laughs> because the thing about Tim's that you don't know is that no is actually. It's, it's not, not no his safe. No. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's no. No means no. I say no a no go Yeah, and it's true. So we we're actually picking it up and going on the road for one day in LA. Well, we've all done it like before, you know. So everybody's been in tour. We're not going to do it just for like, oh my god, we get to go on tour. This is awesome. What about a uh, little mini tours, three or four or five day? Type we like things? the mini tour. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah the mini tour. But we're like, they're, they're like real mini tours. Like we're doing one day in LA. In December, that's a mini tour, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, but that's, super mini. But it's that's like kind of how we have to sort of. It's like do mic- it it's a micro tour. Yeah. It's like yeah, micro tour. <laughs> but it's not even how you know. Micro tour. Quite honestly, good. it's not even how we have to do it. It's more like that's sort of how we want to do it. Yeah, it's really, just like we'll go for a weekend. But it, you know what? I think what Tim is trying to say it's like if it keeps building and we keep putting out, we're going to make a record. We're yeah. still having fun. We're writing new songs. We have. We you won't know. turn down fun stuff to do. Exactly. Right. You know, is, you know, is the way to look at it. If, the, if they come up and we can pull it off, we'll be like, that's fucking If we awesome. open some Let's doors, do you know, mm-hmm. doors open. Like they want us, you to. We'll walk through them. Play at the right. Swedish metal festival or something. You'd oh, yeah, we definitely do that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, all in Europe, like, sign me yeah, up. Yeah, by the way, anybody uh, associated with the Swedish metal festival, uh, we're open to discussions on <laughs> in right, fact, adventures. Please write us back. Let's bring Man of War. Let's make on Oh, really? Yeah. We awesome. need to go to Europe and yeah. Germany yeah. in particular. Because Germany, in particular. I know oh. that they will love us. Oh, I'm yeah. sure it'd be huge. You know? Actually, didn't we get some emails already from Luxembourg? Is a good yeah, place too. But yeah. When our record came out, actually, we, we had sold instantly like two records to Germany and a record to Sweden. And yeah, and then that was it. You should say two X <laughs> sales. This is too much. Germany. Yeah, three records. much. Ideally, what we'd like three to do three records, and that's ideally, enough. That's all Germany. Ideally, what we'd like to do is a lot of hot fog. Ideally, what we like to do is become cartoon characters and be on Metalocalypse. That's really that's really the goal. <laughs> that's another goal. Brennan Small. Yeah, yeah. Goal. that would be yeah. pretty fun. That would be great. He's. A, I've, I listened to a podcast with yeah. him that was pretty good. I like cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. Yeah. So, have you guys had any involvement? I mean, uh, your your record is that just something that you put out on on your own, or did you release that through a label? No, just on our own. Yeah. But we um, got it. 
Aquarius put it out, um, picked it up anyway for distribution. Distribution, and, yeah. You know, they're just a store, but a yeah, Aquarius store. and Revolver. Revolver, has Revolver, has Revolver has it, has it yeah. too. Yeah. Um, How have sales of it been on uh, iTunes? And stunning. Stunning. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, we're killing it. We're close much. to sold out. So I mean, sold out of digital. Sold out of digital. Hard hard to do. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, running out all of those bits of. Yeah. Well, they're like, the you know, we can't we can't devote more server space to this record. Like, it's just not. <laughs> you can't afford it. Too much bandwidth is being used. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, if you if you're even considering buying the record, you should do it now because they're going to shut us down because we're taking yeah. up too many bits. Yep. <laughs> uh, just too many bits. Too many bits. There's not enough bits for us. No, that's true. Yeah, we're what sold are, out in digital. The first band to do it. <laughs> what are some of the other bands that you guys are uh, really interested in these days playing with that other people should know about? Well, we're all big High and Fire fans. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I know if you, if you guys go to our, go to our blog, um, actually, uh, Matt Pike commented on Hot Fog at one point, and we have a picture of that. Um, yeah, it's sort, of a, it's sort, of, a it's sort yeah. of a comment or yeah. a reaction, anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a something. Comment Did you say with his metal finger? With, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I wish I did. That's yeah, good. I think actually, uh, metal's a. Uh, I think metal's having kind of a rena- like a big renaissance right now. You know, which is cool. Um, I mean, none of it is you know quite as awesome as Hot Fog, but I mean, there's some, you know, we played with Red Fang. They were pretty Red Fang, they were they good. Were awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think really like. Good. The swords, I like swords. Sword. Swords, and, great. Uh, swords, pretty good. Yeah. I can't yeah. really think. Uh, the saviors are pretty good. You know, Baroness. We, 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 you know, there, there's some cool. There's some there's really a lot of good, cool shit out there. But bands out there. I mean, it, it's tough because what we're doing is, um, you know, it's got kind of a specific angle to it. You know, like we're we're trying to trying to do something that's, um, you know, from late seventies, early eighties, like right around that era. You know, as far as Feeling wise, so we're we're ditching a lot of the cliches that we hear in kind of modern metal, right? Embracing others, yeah, right. embracing older cliches. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when you have your sort of your tongue firmly planted in cheek, yeah, the, you know, like the people who are really playing metal as like this is what I do. It's metal. Yeah. They're sort of like, hmm? like, do we like you? Because you guys are good, right? But I don't get it because I can't think you're tell, making yeah. fun of us, yeah. right? You know, like, well, a lot no, of those references might be over their heads. Man, they, you know, well, just, no, they're not. Well, I, I, I think, no, I don't I think, think it's over their I think, heads. I think yeah. you know? part part of the deal is that is that we're um, you know we don't we don't we don't play the part. Meaning, like, no, we, none of nobody has long hair. We nobody has tattoos. Like, not, not that you can see. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. I know for your radio viewers, I'm super tatted up. Yeah, Mike. You Mike's got super long hair. Yeah. Super long hair. But I mean, like, wow. we don't we don't you know we don't we don't we don't look the part. So I think. Some people are a little confused, and the other thing is we're playing like what we what we consider to be like real real true metal, which is you know like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, early Metallica, yeah. and so I think you know the kids that are uh, that that are really into like the doom metal thing, I I think they're they're conflicted because they like it because it's awesome metal. I mean, like it, you know. Uh, well, it's their thing, you know. It's their like, you know. But they don't get it because Iron we're not. Man. We don't. We don't look the part, you know. So we get, we get some confusion. Um, yeah, but the music you're playing is uh, probably the style is kind of. It's earlier than a lot of those people could be able to read. Right, it's probably yeah, off their yeah. radar. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant by yeah. being beyond there. Yeah, yeah. And we, ha- you know, we have fog machines, and lasers, and stuff like that. Mm. So sometimes it. I mean, we're trying know, to really. It like, is confusing. We're trying it's to make our case on the strength of like our music, kind of. 
you know, somewhat in a void. Like, you know, I, I, I would love it if some new kid came to see us play and was like, I don't get any of the references, but thought, oh, my God, that was awesome. That was super fun. You know, and you know, kick ass, right? And that's really the fine line about it. It's you know, you never want it to seem too jokey. Yeah, yeah, really. Which it isn't. That's why we don't like dress up in costumes, right? Well, but the point I think the hard the hard time people have with it is that you know we don't take ourselves we don't take ourselves too seriously, but we do. I mean, so it's not a joke band, right? Right. 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 To what we're talking about, people people sometimes go, "Oh, you're you're a metal band." It's like it's a it's a costume band or a joke band. It's like, it's not at all. And, and, yeah. and, and, but at the same time, we don't take it. That's, we don't take our art or craft that mm-hmm. seriously in the sense that we know what we're doing. Like, well, we know it's gotta you be know. fun. You know, yeah, it's all the bands fun, that we yeah. like go out and they, they, they have play fun. and they have fun and the audience has fun when they play and they kick ass and they they're awesome ass. metal bands. Right. They have fun and they, but they also have yeah. fun with the music and their sense of humor yeah. comes out. Mm. But they also, so, yeah, they're nailing know. these awesome songs and like, you know, these right. crazy riffs and stuff. And it's like, that's well, for, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, my, 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 my original vision for, for hot fog was that I wanted to be in a band where when you go out and perform, it's a, it's all about the audience not about you, you know, in a sense that like, the, I think what Iron Maiden got and what Judas Priest got and what all those awesome early metal bands got is it was about it was about entertainment and it's not about their own self indulgence or their own sort of uh, intellect or psyche or whatever it's it's not about them it's about a communal experience where you're actually entertaining people and they're just like yes right it's not like waiting there while the audience comes to you and no. says oh yeah. you're so wonderful no you go to the yeah. audience and so like if you, you come like to your... have a head that spits blood on stage yeah. and says hey pay attention to me audience <laughs> yeah you know and, 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 by the way it, it, it was it was songs. actually hard to pull that off <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and you spent the time and effort to do it right yeah. like that's that that's, i think Man. that's like one of the 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 part of the ethos behind us is that we just want people to come to our show and just really you know, enjoy it, and we when we play, we we bring it. Yeah, we, we still want to crush. Yeah, you know? there's a classic we, like you know, know like thing like bands like are somewhere between like you know being technically awesome and being entertaining. You know, and like Van Halen is probably like the perfect you know Mix. point on that yeah. per, on that graph. You know, but like what we try to do is like be good at what we do and also be really entertaining. Like bring some showmanship to it. But also like be kick ass, you know. So yeah, that's true. if you err too too much on the side of kicking ass and like being technical, you're boring. You know, like only dudes are, who play guitar are gonna do like your dream or, or drums. Or or yeah, dream. Yeah, <laughs> if you err too right. much on the entertainment side, you're, you're fluff, like you know, you're boring. Yeah. You know, it's like a hundred I mean, bands the, that you listen to. Like when we were playing D and D, right? Like we would have this like doom metal Pandora. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it's going on. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons, and, we, and like at first, you know, like Hammers of Misfortune <laughs> would. Be playing and be like, God, these guys are fucking awesome. This is great, you know. And then it would be like some band with a logo that you can't read, and then yeah, it would exactly. be like another <laughs> one, <laughs> and then another one, and they're then all the same. And then like, like what's all going of a sudden, you're just kind of like Whiskar. I mean, it's like you know, somebody stop playing, please. No, you stop copies me. Yeah, like save me, you know. Like what the fuck? Like there's there, you know. Yeah. And that's what you just, you don't want to be put into that thing, you know, where you're just like, you're just one of those bands. You're well, good you guys, because they uh, all sort of sound the yeah. same. I think you guys really do a good blend of both of those, and uh, well, I was you. thoroughly entertained. And I will love to go to some more of your shows. Awesome. Well, you are welcome anytime. Yes. All right. I'm glad that you. And I'll uh, even I'll even ba- pay for the uh, album next time. <laughs> <laughs> no way. We'll hook you up. We'll hook you up. 
No, I went and I yeah. bought the. Uh, I, I did buy the mouse pad and the t-shirt from the. Uh, what is <laughs> it? Yeah, the mouse pad. Well, I wanted to get. Can we see it? I've never seen it. Oh, was it? What oh, yeah. was that? The, as- the mouse pad that Asmodeus. <laughs> Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Excellent. Wow, that's awesome that somebody has a hot fog mouse pad. You would be the first guy to actually own the hot fog mouse pad, maybe. <laughs> oh my god, he does have it. Oh, that's oh. Awesome. Wow, look at that. Oh, awesome. This is great. Now I want one. <laughs> yeah. oh, I gotta get uh, one. I bought the t-shirt. I wanted to get the one with the Wyvern logo on it at the show, but you guys didn't have it. No, we're, we're going we're gonna to make some of those. Yeah. Some of those. You'll be the first one to get one. Trust right. us. Oh, no, I already have one. I have one. I, I bought it from the uh, company that made the mouse pad. Oh, the, oh, uh, nice. the Zazzle or whatever. Zazzle yeah. or whatever it is, yeah. The mouse pad. But so uh, I was like, awesome. man, nobody's going to have that. No. Yeah, you're the, I, I'm, I'm almost certain you're the only person on Earth that has the hot five mouse pad. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least on the whole planet. So yeah. cool. At least on this planet. Yeah. This plane of existence. Well, you guys kind of talked about D&D and stuff. I mean, how, why did you kind of incorporate that theme into your music to begin with? Was there... Well, it's just... It's so appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Also you know? for that period of metal when we were probably all about well, the same age. Well, that's 79. That's when I probably yeah. know, started yeah. playing it. Yeah. No, exactly. And, and I started playing D&D. Metal is, is definitely D&D is one of the things yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we were all doing while we were probably listening to this type I, mean, of I remember listening I mean, to it, 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 it all started with, you know, it all starts with Zeppelin, right? And you first yeah. time you discover Zeppelin and they're singing about, you know, Gollum. And it, it, it's just sort of like, that's what's awesome about metal is that it's, it's a it's a fantasy it's fantasy world yeah, right Sabbath too yeah it takes you it takes it's you to a, it takes place. you to another to another place like you know punk rock's all about the life we live and the the you know the the trials and tribulations of being a human being metal is a rebellion in a in a totally different way it's basically like lifting you up and taking you to a different world you know. And I think that's what's cool about metal, and I, I also think that that's what you know. The heart of metal is the heart of a thirteen-year-old boy, and you can make all the all, yeah. You can make all you can make all the jokes you want about that, but and, 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 are you sure it, it's the heart of a thirteen-year-old boy? Uh, it's the uh, it's the uh, again with the thirteen-year-old. Yeah, boy. again. Seriously, I'm gonna have to check the internet about this guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's the error so soft and supple. <laughs> anyway, where was I going with this? Anyway, uh, no, I think... Kids I mean, like metal. Yeah, kids like metal. I mean, I, and the reason why, yeah. you know... And metalheads like 13-year-olds. The first, the first time... <laughs> that's kids damn also true. like D&D. The first, time I, the first time I listened to Iron Maiden record, it's, you know, it was... It it it, it took me, it like, you know, it took, took me to another place. You know, first time I heard a punk rock record, it made me sort of think about, you know... Serious shit, and I think there are just different sides of rebellion in a different way. You know, mm, think, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know. there's always an escapism in music. I think to some extent, it's true. Yeah, that's well, and also too, but it's like when you're buying these records as a kid, and the vinyls, like, like you know, you can have these gatefold vinyl albums and just amazing artwork. You yeah, know, you can sort of get lost in looking at it. You know, yeah, and like that's such a huge part of metal artwork. Yeah, you know, and like lyrics, from yeah. Yeah, and lyrics as well. You know. Yeah, nothing quite like pulling out that sabotage record with Hall of the Mountain King on it and going, "Wow!" Yeah, I mean, and, and the lyrics. I mean, the Hot Fog lyrics. I mean, you know, they're you know they, they they're a little silly, but you know, I mean, I put a lot of time into them, and they actually they do tell a story, and it might be a totally 
you know, it might be sort of a silly story, but it's a it's a story nonetheless, you know. And uh, no, I'm a big fan of your lyrics, Tim. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Dwarf King, the Sovereign is about you well, know to the helm. It's like to the helm a historical well, okay, so, reference. So, like uh, the to the helm, for example, is a historical reference. So everybody has probably seen the, the movie The Three Hundred. Yes. So th- it's about seeing the movie. The so 300. the uh, the Three Hundred. <laughs> so <laughs> the, 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 the yeah, whole the whole right. reason the whole reason why the the uh, the the, uh, the battle at Thermopylae occurred is that there was another naval battle that was supposed to happen after that. The, the the whole battle of Thermopylae was set up for the Battle of Salamis, where they were going to wow. pin in the Persian ships and then attack them, and then take their thirteen-year-old boys. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, so the the whole take. the whole song to the helm is about the Battle of Salamis, which happened in the the Salamis Straits, and uh, so it's got a historical reference. <laughs> Has has some of that you know sort of mystery and sort of good half story history, half fantasy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we've already established that Glove Vengeance is all about Tim Lin- Tim Linskin. Well, it's all for Tim Linskin. We Linskim. want him to win the ball game. <laughs> what about uh, Death Riders? Death Killers. Oh, Death, Death Killers. Killers. Oh, that's so, basically yeah. Ghostbusters repackaged. <laughs> yeah. Right. So Death Killers it's is it's about seeing the movie Ghostbusters. <laughs> I wanted to kill yourself for the first time. You've seen it a billion times. Death Killers is basically like if it's actually an idea I had for a movie. If and by the way, um, but they made it. Any uh, studios out there that are interested in uh, collaboration and your idea was Ghostbusters 
We're up in discussion. 20 years after the movie. Basically, it's like Ghostbusters, but but instead of fighting ghosts, they fight zombies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I don't really need to say anything more. That's pretty much it. (laughs) No, every every zombie movie is pretty much the same. (laughs) But, I mean, think about if you were in a zombie movie, okay, and you were like one of the humans who's getting uh, uh, tracked and and chased by zombies. Yeah. You would... They don't think really about if there them. was a Ghostbusters for zombies. You would think call about them. it. You would, yeah. Call them. You would definitely call yeah. them. <laughs> and that's usually though. Who are you like, gonna call? Who are you gonna call? <laughs> Death Killers. Death usually, Death like killers. in a zombie movie, though, though like there's no fun lines. So the only one we have really kind of Blood Wedding. Blood Wedding. Blood Wedding's actually, I think the the my favorite like lyrics. Cream of the crop. So Blood Wedding is a Blood Wedding is a is a is a medieval tale. Yes. It's and it's about told. Huh? Off told. Off told. And actually, there are, <laughs> yeah. there's a historical reference. Um, there, there is one accurate historical reference. Uh, Alaric, who mm-hmm. was the king of the uh, king of the Goths. He was just a beginner. He was yeah. just a beginner. Yeah. Yeah. The lyrics, yes. And, and, and if there's any uh, descendants of Alaric, um, no just, offense. No offense. <laughs> but uh, please don't uh, slaughter us. It's, right. it's a classic medieval tale. <laughs> Come back from the dead. Know your history, descendants. <laughs> a classic medieval tale. Basically, it's uh, two tribes. Or two two clans that they uh, they need to fight a common enemy classic. and they uh, they uh, they merge so through a marriage. Amazing. And uh, it's not necessarily a marriage about love; it's a marriage about, about war. war. Yes, yeah. practicality, pra- practical. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think we come put your sword, which is the lyric right. from the song. Yeah, is um, it's not a gay reference. No, at all, is it? no. It's uh, it's it's no. an allegory. Yeah. For it's a 13 year old boy and a man. It's not gay. <laughs> it's something that we had to do as part of the medieval ritual. Right. It's just yeah. deeper than that. Yeah. Yes. It goes, it's yeah. about it's about um, loyalty <laughs> and uh, and and war and and swords. <laughs> Nicely put, I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. It's a. It's a. It's. It's truly a beautiful song. Like Bob Dylan would be proud of those lyrics. Yeah. 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 The thing that I really like the most about it is that we keep thinking that the lyrics should read dragons coming into the city. Oh, yeah. Everyone in the yeah. band yeah. besides yeah. Tim hears dragons coming into the city. Yeah, they, 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 they the like to rewrite my lyrics from time to time. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. And so we just think about them like coming in on the Golden Gate Bridge in like a Prius. Yeah. Like, a, like, a, like all packed in, like kind of, like, you know, like their wings are kind of hanging out of the side, and, like paying the toll, and, and they have like, sunglasses on and yeah. stuff, and they're, and they're just, like, woo, yeah. and they're gonna rage and pillage yeah. and burn and play. They're going straight they're to like, the marina, yes. they're to the, or they're gonna hit the beauty bar or yeah. something. <laughs> right. I was thinking of them coming in with the top down. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely yeah. top down. Yeah. yeah, top down. But in actuality, the lyric is. Plague is coming in from the city, yeah. which is um, a, a reference to the which is uh, less fun. Black plague. It's less fun than dragons. Less fun. But, yeah, dragons are coming. So you can yeah. you can uh, when hey, you're singing along. All right, you're singing hey, along. Plague is coming. You Shoot. you can you can, uh, <laughs> you can you can substitute the lyric if you like. Mm. I, 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 yeah, I think I sang "Plague around the house, terrorizing my wife." You know. I'm oh like, yeah, ah, this stuff's great. She, she hates she's, plague. She hates metal. The best one is too is when we were actually doing the lyrics when we were recording it. And there was, there was a couple of early takes, and I was just like, Tim, what about sit tank? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Assassinated. Yeah. Fucking Come on, Assassinated. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It and worked. So it worked. How it ended up. Sit Plague is yeah. coming into the sit Yeah. 
The villages they burn in the night. night. <laughs> that might have been when we came up with nut meat as a concept. Oh, by the way, uh, oh, yeah. for, those, yeah. for those of you uh, who are aspiring metal singers, mm. um, a good technique is nah. to end every word, uh, any any phrase, uh, with a with a, a, a what I call a, a a metal gasp, which is you know. So plays come in from the city, villages they burn in the night. The way I would sing that was plague is coming in from the cité. Villages they burn in the night. That's how you do right. it. So what's the, what's it's the, actually, what is the reasoning behind it? It's the really situation a, term. It's called the head field. I was yeah. just going to say that. Yeah. It is what it's, it's called. Because, because, uh, the colon, metal, the metal. comma, the exclamation point, yeah, the question it's, mark, it's, and the head field. you gotta put you got to yeah. put your mark on that lyric yeah. because it's fucking metal, and you got to like make it right. sound. So the answer is because it's fucking metal. Yeah, pretty right. much. Well, yeah, if, you, if, you're, if you're no further forming your, your sentence in the phrase of a metal question or head field, and you phrase it that way. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, what do you guys got to promote? I think the bottom line is um, we're we're we're, bottom we're, we're keeping it rad. We're staying bros, and uh, we're getting huge air. Pretty yes, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And uh, we're coming out with a full length record, which is going to totally rule. And our EP already totally rules. It's called Wyvern and Children First. Yeah. Our our website is uh, hotfog.net. All right, thanks, guys, yes, for coming by. Nice. All right, Hot thanks fog. again to Hot Fog for an excellent interview. And we're going to leave you with Dwarf King of the Sovereign by Hot Fog.
But wait, it's not over. There's more with Hot Fog. We have some outtakes from the beginning of the interview. So check it out. So you were on a date before that. Your I was character on a date, got killed, and then, and then I brought up. her to my D and D to the D and D game. Yeah, just was to that see the what, LA? Just to LA see girl? what would happen. All right. Yeah. Um. Funny. Uh, she was down. Where do you guys down. play these D and D games? If we switch venues. In a cave. <laughs> no. At 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 just where? At people's houses. Yeah. 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 In San Francisco. We may, Some of we them may, seem like we may continue uh, now that our our dungeon master moved to <clears> South Carolina. But you know who our new dungeon master is? It's Sam. Sam. Sam Creek. Yeah. You're in, are you not? Yeah, you're in. Yeah, I spent a long time recruiting him the other night on Sunday. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It sucks. Now I like I had a fucking level five character. Now I'm back to fucking scratch. And you know what happened to Donnie? Donnie's going to level up. Fucking huge. Dude, Ronnie McDonaldson's going to be huge. At least. <laughs> are you going to be a level six not. wizard? We're going to have to adjust this. I'm going to be a level four wizard, level five fighter. Dude, you're going to be badass. Yeah, because I'm dual dual class. So, what What is your... Uh, your cl- uh, uh, who, what are you, species-wise? I'm a half-elf. And in social class, I am best. You're best. best. Wait, half-elf, half-human? Huh? Half-elf, half-human? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you clarify. Any, anything half is you're automatically half-human. I was half-orc. You know, I think that's so racist that you assume that. It is a little racist. You know? What no, if an orc true. and an elf got together? It never happens. No, because they hate each other. They don't. Really, they don't. Not even in the weird. Even, even, <laughs> even, even when they get. But even in the worst it, of times, really it really super wasted. It, it sounds like happen. a movie idea to me. <laughs> elf and orc. It's, yeah, <laughs> in a world yeah. where only elves and orcs exist. Wait, 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 exist. Right. They, world, they remain in a, in a post-apocalyptic yeah. world. In a world where elves and orcs get along. Maybe love is. Right, and it's, 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 it's a romantic <laughs> comedy. It's a rom com. <laughs> One couple <laughs> will prove them all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Xerxes and targets. Who targets. plays the Who plays the orc and who plays the elf? Yeah. Have In a world like, of forbidden love, Jack Black, Jack Black, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're In talking some D and D. Can I do the whole interview here? Jack Black. <laughs> In a world, In a no, world you should you should where half the person that doesn't exist that talks in that world. Get it together. 